Dr. Mike here. Over 50 million people suffer from seasonal allergies. Stay tuned to hear about simple strategies for reducing your misery. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your hosts, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gossard. So are you one of the 50 million? Are you one of the 50 million people? I'm not. No seasonal allergies for you? I am. No seasonal allergies. I'm so afraid, though, yeah. because my house, my husband is sneezing all over. He is really, he's I, suffering right see, now, today, probably at his desk. Since since doing this show with you, I've learned that your husband has a lot of problems. <laughs> he does. But he grew up on the farm, Sorry, and Blake. who knows what he was exposed <laughs> to out on that farm. That could have been and good. We're going to talk about that. That is true. That might have been good growing up on a farm. So let's um, let's back up. Seasonal okay. allergies, 50 million people. What what uh, what else do we know about allergies? Well, we know that it's the fastest growing chronic health problem. This, That's you fastest know, growing. Fastest That's a big growing statement. growing chronic health problem. And right now it costs about $18 billion a year. To treat and to stuff, treat, right? The testing, yeah. the treatment. Absolutely. And let's be honest, the treatment at the end of the day, it's iffy, right? It's 50-50. Yeah. Some, some, some over-the-counter uh, medications work great for people. They swear by it. Other people not. So same with the prescriptions. Yeah, right? I, I get worried about the ones that my I husband can't. is using, but, you know. I can't. I, he's probably experimenting with it. I can't. No, I um. I can't do uh like any of the traditional allergy medications, like the antihistamines, yeah. the over-the-counter ones, because so it what, makes me loopy. Yeah, it makes you sleepy. Yeah. So you can't do them at work. It's all not even there really are sleepy. some that kind of no, they're not I've supposed to make you sleepy. I've tried them all. It's it's not really so sleepy you're for like me. just. I'm just like I'm like in la la oh, land. Oh goodness. Yeah. Maybe I should try it again. No, I'm just no, kidding. <laughs> no, don't. Yeah, so, but you know, it's it's one of those things where you're just wondering why, what's happening. Even people thought that they could move to the desert, and, didn't work, and did they it? wouldn't have they allergies, have, and yeah. now they're starting to have allergies. Okay. One thought. Now, I was you know I did a little research. They're thinking that global warming is a part of the problem. Really. More CO2 in the air, which is causing, you know, the, the plants more pollen, okay. more oh. rain. And so now the allergy season is, is yeah, now I've heard that. It's worse and it's longer. I, I've heard the longer part of that as a climate, and we're not going to debate global warming. You know, although we might have a show on that someday. I don't Maybe know. But, so. but, um, but just a warmer, um, even weather pattern yeah. for the spring, for instance, uh -huh. will lengthen. Yeah. Uh, the, the, that seasonal that allergy. Seasoning, yeah. yeah. So but let's back it up a little bit then. Mm -hmm. So what, like, break it down for us. What, in, in simple terms, what is an allergy? So an allergy is the immune system over responding to something that it really shouldn't respond to. And we're finding now that the immune system is, it's going beyond pollen. People yeah. are now responding to the paint in their homes and the oh, indoor stuff. Yeah, right? a yeah. lot of indoor allergens. What do you think about that? You know, you read that, uh, or I, I've heard this on uh, I don't know news stories, yeah. whatever. Uh -huh. That that the indoor air is worse than the outdoor air. What do you? I I would have to believe it. Yeah. I mean, there is, you know, just inside of your car, do you know what that new car smell, what you're kind oh, of that's, exposed yeah, to? Oh, that's, yeah, that's bad stuff. And yeah. just some of the things in, in I your, thought you were going to talk about the smell of well, from your kids. Don't, people don't clean either. <laughs> well, maybe they do clean, but how often do you, like, actually move your sofa, move the bed, get under the bed and, yeah. and clean and get the dust and... 
Not you now. Know. No one's really doing that deep dive. No one's dive really doing that time. deep so dive. We do, yeah, we, we do know that the, the indoor um, air is, is probably not all that healthy. But but let's go back. So what am I? So you're saying um, my body is is you you said overreacting. So overreacting. it's overreacting. The basic idea is anything that comes into my system, right? My immune system is going to check that out. Yes. Right? And so the dust comes in, the pollen comes yeah. in, not harmful stuff, but my body, my immune system doesn't know that. Your body thinks that it's harmful, yeah. goes into full alert, gets immune cells involved. You've got mast cells. They're now pumping out histamine. So mm-hmm. we know the antihistamine medications are designed to Well, let's talk about target. that. that. That immune response that happens, the, the histamines, there's even um, a, a type of cell, right? The yeah. eosinophil. Right. That's a type, uh, it's a type white of white blood, white blood cell. cell that's really instrumental in how you respond to these things. How come some people though, um, if it is histamine, if it is the eosinophils in mm-hmm. all of us, mm-hmm. how come some people get the runny nose, other people get the itchy eyes, or some people don't get any uh, sinus stuff, but they're getting skin stuff? Like what, is that just because we're different? Mm. So yeah, it's, it's just a different type of response. Usually the skin reactions are kind of the first step. So sometimes your allergies happen in phases. Uh, When you have skin issues like the eczema, um, whenever you're younger or uh, as a child, you tend to kind of progress into the nasal type of uh, allergic response. And then, then of course, there are those poor people that everything, right? Yeah, and you know, those people... You know, snotty. I feel so sad for those people. And sometimes there's a a genetic component to that where they're just overly sensitive there with their bodies. Is is there is there a family connection? You think? Oh, absolutely, absolutely a family history. Um, And we do see that Life Extension actually offers a test because some people their allergies could be due to mold. Yeah. So we actually have testing to see. Are you over-responding well, let's, let's, to mold in the air? I, I want to get into that. I want to get into the different type of... Because there's that old traditional way of testing yeah. for allergies yeah. versus what I think we offer I think is better. But yeah. before we do that, tell us about the hygiene hypothesis. Oh, so this is one of the other theories besides global warming um, as to why people are developing um, allergies. We Everything's clean. We are in this sterile environment yeah. And I think Robson, our producer, like wiped this down, <laughs> cleared it of every bacteria Well, I'm kind of happy for that. Um, I, it's, <laughs> it's all about finding that balance between, you know, being healthy and, Listen, you know, being overly. And at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with your kid rolling around some mud They really should, especially in those early years. The first five years of life. You should let your kids get a little dirty. Yeah, make some mud Let them pies, get on right? the floor. Let them go outside. Let Kiss them the get dog. exposed. That is the time where the immune system's kind of testing out and determining what yeah. is so, safe yeah. for the body and what's and, not. And I, you know, I, I don't think this is well established yet. So we we need to say yeah, that it's up a front. hypothesis. But but I, you know, the connection then becomes um, where there's where there's cleaner environments when you're younger. There's more allergies. Uh, when you're older, yes, right? And yes. So that's kind of the connection there. Let your kids get a little dirty. Just yeah. rinse them off with the hose before they come. That's what my mom did. And some other associations, and I, I'm happy that you cleared that up because, you know, these are thoughts, theories, associations, not necessarily the cause, but also, you know, 
did you uh, were you born through the vaginal canal mm -hmm. breastfeeding even right? breastfeeding versus, versus as the, well the, the, yeah the so a lot of the things that happen early in your in your life can, can definitely affect. influence it yeah so let's talk about testing the old the old good old fashioned way to be tested skin prick yeah you go in I, I bet there's a lot of people who don't really know this they probably I don't think they do it as much but they could use your back, your arm, yes. even your chest. But they literally take a needle, imagine that, and on that needle is the is that allergen. Yeah. Pollen, dust, whatever it is, yeah. and they and they poke yeah. you. And they just watch for a reaction. Yeah, they they wait for like this this ring. And then they measure it, right? And then they measure it and it's pretty barbaric. Let's just hope that you don't have like a major anaphylaxis. <laughs> attack while they're sticking the allergen in there then yeah. you have have to pull out the EpiPen and code <laughs> there's a, red. There's, there's a better way right? So there is a better way and it's not quite as subjective as the skin prick because mm -hmm. you know it depends on whoever's pricking you and right. evaluating it their judgment as to whether so or not we, you we have, have the allergies. we have a more objective way of measuring this Yes now. we yeah. do so we can look at a marker uh, IgE that's IgE. an antibody um, in uh, in your serum, IgE. and we can look at the IgEs or those antibodies that's produced from uh, different allergens. Right. So, so, so this is a true measurement of what's in your blood, and that's exactly. that's that's going to correlate better than just pricking somebody's yeah. skin because there's so many things that you can do different when you're pricking the skin right. and how yes. you're measuring. So this, so these tests are, so is it is it done at home or they have to go into like a, so you, a lab? You go into a lab mm -hmm. and, and then they'll just draw your blood and uh, you can, maybe if you just want to know if you are allergic to dust mites or maybe you want the to do the thing, full yeah. gamut. Well, don't, don't we break it down too in regions, right? Yes. So some regions of the United States are more prone to have molds versus others that have more pollen, right? So exactly. we break it down. Tell us a little bit about how that breaks yeah, down. Yeah, so and there are different, you know, types of trees and plants and shrubs and things like that that grow in different areas. So you just find your particular area and then you can test for the different possible allergens yeah. that you may be exposed to based on where you live. Right. And a great and, and again this is a, a direct measurement of a specific antibody involved in that that yeah. immune response. Well, what? Okay, so that's great. So people get tested. What can we do though? Let's focus on nasal comfort stuff. This yeah. area, because most people are suffering the nasal yes. stuff, the yeah. watery eye stuff. What do you, What do you have for us there? So I have a couple of key things that I always go through. Nasal discomfort. Quercetin is typically quercetin. Yeah, tell one us about of the first that. things. So quercetin. I always think about apples. For some reason, <laughs> apples, they're, they're a really rich source. Red yeah. wine as Red well wine. as a, a source of quercetin. Um, but it's an antioxidant, and it can be very helpful with just supporting the comfort, yeah. the the it's, it's healthy been, immune responses it's and been, inflammatory uh, responses. It's actually been compared to in studies to some of the over-the-counters yeah. uh, antihistamines, and it performed just as well uh, without a lot of that yeah. that. that that loopiness that I get. So I yeah. have tried, my personal experience, I have tried quercetin. Yeah. It does work well. I just got to remember to go keep, keep taking it. Yes. Yeah. yes. So that's helping to just kind of manage some of the discomforts. But, you know, when you think about root cause, you want to think about healing the gut and balancing the immune yeah, system. That's, yeah, because we didn't really talk about, like, the leaky gut aspect yes. of all this. So uh, think about your gut health, probiotics, very helpful. Vitamin D is also one of my top suggestions. Everybody should take vitamin D every day all the time. <laughs> that's 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 the podcast. Get right tested there. too. Uh, <laughs> lastly, neti pots. 
Oh, those are disgusting cool. devices. They <laughs> they are cool. Well, you know that the nasal passage can just become a petri dish. Yeah. Once you get all that pollen and everything in there, so the neti pots is really just kind of it's an irrigation type of system yeah. to help kind of loosen up the mucus, clean out some of that debris, just help it's, you it's feel like, it's better. It's like a teapot and you're just pouring it down your nose, basically. <laughs> it's pretty pretty gross. Anyways, I, and people do swear by them, right? Well, that's because <laughs> they probably work. Dr. Dr. Gossard, as, as always, thank you for so yes. much for coming on. A lot of great yes. information. I want to thank everybody for listening and watching Live Forever-ish. By the way, for a free sample allergy report, right? You oh, can yes, see, You yes, can yes, see what do. these reports look like. Uh, and for more podcasts, you can go check out liveforeverish.com. That's liveforeverish.com. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.